Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, smile. What happens when you smile? Say cheese. James Brissione is joining me here today. Who is James? I love James. Listen, when you get pumped up about cooking and you think about the people that have made you excited to get back in the kitchen, to make sure you know what you're doing, to do some fun experimenting, especially if you're me and you're Italian, you think about James, chef, author, Food Network superstar, featured all over the place. And by the way, he did something I did not have the courage to do. When my uncle said, Patrizia, we want you to take over Luigi's in the Bronx. I said, no. (laughs) I'm looking back. What a big mistake. But now this is where we talk about how you take your passion and your purpose, whether it's Angelina's or whether it is something about getting ready for the big game day. We want you all to hear what James is getting ready to say. Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, Dr. Pat. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. I look back at that now and I'm thinking, yeah, maybe you should have said yes to Luigi's, right? <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It, it is a lot of work. It's a lot, it's a lot, of, lot work. of work running a restaurant. We're, you know, just seven months into to our restaurant oh. right now. But uh, uh, it's, it's been a wild ride, but it's been a lot of fun. Uh, look. I could spend hours talking to you about Italian food. Maybe I'll send you the interview I did with my uncle Ralph, uh, who gave us the special family eggplant parmesan recipe. But today it's about elevating your game day. And people are so obsessed with this. I know because I'm already thinking about it right for the potluck. But you have something special to share. What is going to set folks apart? What have you decided? What have you discovered? And who doesn't like cheese? That's right. You know, and when you're thinking about starting, you're getting ready for your game day entertaining, you want to make sure you're starting with championship quality ingredients. Oh, yeah. And we've got an incredible spread put together here uh, with all Wisconsin cheeses. And uh, you know, there's an incredible variety. They make over... 600 varieties of cheese in Wisconsin. So I don't care what your favorite cheese is. Uh, one of these great gifted cheesemakers up in Wisconsin is making it and you can find, you can get it, you know, likely at your local grocery store. I got to ask you a question. Did you all plan this before you knew the Seahawks were going to lose to Green Bay or <laughs> is this just like coincidental? No, this, I mean, <laughs> these things are just tied together. It's just, you know, cheese and football is, oh, is, is a perfect match. And we are, we're coming up on uh, National Cheese Lovers Day as yeah. well. Well, let's give people the website because I know we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. But, you know, I've done like 9,000 interviews now. This is our 16th year. 
And when I went to this website, I was like, what a great way to present cheese. First, let's tell people how to get there. And then we're going to dig deep into what you discovered. You want to kick it up? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. We want everybody to head over to wisconsincheese.com. Um, and you know, they're going to see the full story of, of Wisconsin cheese and hopefully discover lots of things that, that they didn't know about really how incredible um, and how many incredible cheese makers there are there in Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, clearly for me, when I look at this, uh, I just want to make it all. I want to ask you this question. Who doesn't want to elevate their game day presence? I mean, we all do. So I'm curious from your perspective, right? What are some of the important, most important things to discover and to think about, consider when you're saying, look, I'm going to show up and this is what I'm going to do for my pate menu. Well, it's, you know, you want to start with those great ingredients. And I think that's, you know, as a chef, uh, that's always what I think about and always what I look for. Um, so, you know, when people are out at the store shopping and getting ready, first of all, they can go, you know, back to that WisconsinCheese.com and plan out some great recipes, you know, and then get out there and look for that proudly Wisconsin cheese badge on, on any of the Wisconsin cheeses. And you know you're going to be mm-hmm. starting with a great with a great product, which is you know the most important part of, of beginning this that planning process of put together um, a great menu, a great dish. Whether you're doing potluck and heading over to a friend's house, or uh, you know doing it all yourself and, and hosting everyone. You know what I loved about doing getting ready for this is that I didn't know that Wisconsin is the only state that required a license to make cheese. That's kind of like, uh, it's just a very incredible benchmark for this. Wow. It is. Wisconsin is, they're the state of cheese and they are obsessed with cheese. Um, But it just goes to show you how serious they are about it as well. They've got 1,200 licensed cheesemakers in the state of Wisconsin. Mm. Um, So they really, they take it seriously and they also... Uh, are the only place outside of Europe that has a master cheesemaker program, which takes longer to earn than a PhD. Yeah. About 13 years. Wow. Doesn't this really set them apart, though, when we start to talk about this level of, how should I say, credential, preparation, but this is all in service of the cu- customer. Truly, truly. And, you know, there are, I mean, so many great artisans up there making really incredible cheeses. Um, but you know, the whole, the whole state of Wisconsin really takes their cheese seriously. Uh, and it shows the, the incredible, the incredible cheeses that they make. All right. So I, I, I got to ask you, can you share some amazing secret recipes that you've discovered to pop us in here for 2020? Oh, well, you know, so many. And again, you know, you got with, with all of this great variety that comes from Wisconsin, there, there are so many great options. But, you know, if everybody's thinking about football right now and thinking about those game day entertaining recipes, uh, you know, our featured one uh, that they can find on WisconsinCheese.com is our bacon cheeseburger dip, mm. um, which is presented in a football shaped bread bowl that you can make yourself. And I promise you, it's way easier to do than it than it sounds. You use a store bought dough, shape it up like a football, then we're we're browning off some bacon and mm. ground beef, cream cheese, cheddar cheese, and then top it off with uh, 
you know, some slices of cheese to make little foot to make the laces on the football, tomatoes and and uh, chopped romaine lettuce. Uh, and it is it's first of all, it's beautiful. Everyone's gonna just want to take pictures of it. They're gonna be afraid to eat, <laughs> but then they're gonna dig in and they're gonna be even happier. Yeah. Look, when I think about this and I think about even as a young child, you know, it was the most incredible times in our lives to really wake up and really have the possibility of, let's say, a grilled cheese sandwich. You know, these are the kinds of things that we remember from our past, from our childhood. You know, I, I'm not sure that that cheese has ever been as popular as it is now. What do you think about that? Oh, I, I agree 100%. And I think, you know, uh, you know, part of that is what we see, you know, all of these, all of these incredible farmers and, and cheese makers who are really just, you know, pouring, pouring their passion into it and are so, uh, you know, and so passionate just about what they do and dedicated to making, uh, you know, these, these amazing products and, and to have such great access to it with it all being made right here in the United States is, is really, um, fantastic. And I am, I am right there with you. A good, there's nothing better well, than a good cheese sandwich. They're actually not. And, you know, when I think about this and I think about how we pass this on generation after generation. I mean, my uncle, when he did that interview before he passed away, he was very clear about one thing. And that was the selection of cheese. He said, you can do whatever you want with some of the other ingredients, but this is the key. If you compromise on the cheese, don't even bother cooking the parmesan um what's your favorite do you have a favorite are you allowed to tell me if you have a favorite oh <laughs> uh, i mean it is it it really is so you know I mean, so so many great options um it really is so hard to to choose this one actually though i've got, I've got to tell you i mean for for snackability i've got this big bowl of cheddar cheese curds in front of me you know the oh. squeaky cheese curds yeah um uh, are just salty and squeaky and just the best, the best snack ever. Well, when I went to the website, and I want to tell everybody, it's wisconsincheese.com. When I went to the website and I went through the recipes, there was one in particular I latched onto because I had not heard about it. So it's like on my list to make, and it's the cheddar blueberry buckle. It's when I looked at that, I thought, oh my gosh. So cheddar and blueberry, it looks absolutely delicious. Um, what are some of the things people should know, though, about cooking with cheese? Because I think you have to really know what you're doing. This is not just like throw it on there and, and you're good to go. There are some things we need to know about how to cook with cheese. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I love, I love that you picked out that recipe. I mean, what a great illustration of, of the versatility of cheese and, and pairing it with ingredients that you would never uh, you know, think of or, or think that might work well, you know, blueberries and, and cheddar oh. cheese, but they are a, a fantastic match. And if no one's ever had some cheddar cheese in their apple pie, then, mm. then they're missing out as well. Um, but I think, you know, to kind of understand, you know, what, what cheese is and, and how it's put together and how it reacts, um, you know, to heat. So, um, I'm, I'm sure some people have had some experiences in cooking where, uh, you, you want to be careful of how hot you, you let the cheese get it, yeah. depending on what type of cheese it is, because sometimes, um, you know, they, sometimes they can separate. Um, so there, there, there are different types of cheeses meant for different, uh, you know, meant for different cooking processes. 
Um, but there, but there are no, you know, really hard and, and fast rules. You just gotta kind of always be aware of, of what it is you're you're working with and, and how it's going to uh, how it's going to take the heat. You know, just like actually, there's some incredible. I don't know if you've had them, but there are some incredible aged Parmesan yeah. being made in Wisconsin as well. Yeah. Um, you know, a cheese like that, you get it too hot, it all just clumps up and sticks together. Yeah. You know, when you're finishing your pasta, you want to take that pan off the heat and then just mix in that Parmesan right at the last moment to just kind of pull all that sauce together and get it to stick to the noodles. And for all of you that are ready to send us a text message here or send us an instance message, I want to answer your question in advance. In addition, you will find things that are for the gluten-free people, just saying. So, for example, the ham and Colby crustless quiche. When you go there, there's a fantastic recipe for that. And so take a look at that. Um, you know, one of the things I know you got to run. One of the things I want to ask you is. Outside of all of this, you are a master entertainer. What can we say to folks listening to say, you know, you show up with this or you show up with enough of this and everybody's going to be your friend. Let's, what, what would you say we can do to really pump up the game day? Well, I think, you know, no matter, no matter your cooking level, uh, no matter what your skill level is in the kitchen, you know, it's something that everyone's going to love and everyone's going to be excited by is a great cheese board. Mm -hmm. So you go out there, find, you know, just buy your favorite cheeses, get a good selection, and then just simply prepare them, lay them out with lots of fun, you know, pickles and nuts and fruits. And, you know, you can buy some salamis and prosciutto, put it all together on a board. And, you know, you, would, you don't have to have anything else. You have people over and entertaining. You just put out one great spread of cheeses. Uh, with some some nice accompaniment, and and you're going to be a rock star. Wow! Hey, thank you so much. Give out the website again, James. And then last question: I'd love to know your personal message. Oh my goodness! Well, we want everyone to go to uh, WisconsinCheese.com, and you know, for for that, I would say go find a great recipe there and just get in the kitchen and do it. Don't worry about uh, you know how it's going to turn out. Enjoy the process and. Um, don't worry if it's not perfect. Just enjoy the process and, and eat it anyway. And I want to say to everybody out there, when you go over there, especially what we do for our new host, you can get a fantastic, fantastic gift option. Take a look at it. It's just yummy, yummy, yummy. Something for everybody. Hey, James, thank you so very much. Happy New Year. All right. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Happy New Year. All right, everybody. If you know, this is what they say. Just smile, say cheese. All right, let's take a short break. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Hi, I'm Laura Meeks, and the most common problem that my clients face is all work and no play. This is why I created Fly High Living. I help you develop a balanced life plan and guide you to a place where you love to wake up in the morning. 
Call 888-666-1570 or go to flyhighliving.com to sign up for the four-week Flight Plan for Life course. TransformationTalkRadio.com Hey everybody, you've heard me talk about what I consider to be a breakthrough in plant-based options. Now, first of all, you heard me talk about it in terms of one of our favorite places to go to eat, who sold out of what we're about to talk about here with Ben Cessna right here, head of marketing at Corn Foods USA. We are about to talk about the next craze in meatless menu options, and it has arrived. Today, you're going to find out about why this is so popular, but more importantly, is why are people swarming, swarming for more and more and more of what? Unreal wings. Ben, it's great to have you here. You know, I actually did a short segment. Uh, it has to be about two months ago or so. I actually did a short segment on this. But, you know, this is the first time I've been able to talk with someone who's really on top of it. Let me ask you this question. What do you think what do you make of the way people are reacting, responding to this alternative? Well, Dr. Powell, first of all, thanks so much for um, for having me. You know, there's been an amazing change in this category over the past year or two. And as soon as some of the big uh, quick service restaurants in the U.S. got on board and consumers had the ability to go to their favorite restaurants and try meat alternatives and, and realize that the food has significantly improved over time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their minds were blown a little bit, you know, and, and there's there's a negative connotation with the food in this category. And some consumers may have tried a veggie burger 10 years ago yeah. and, and not had a great experience. But what's changed is the quality of the food. And, you know, it really started on the burger side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of the big players out there now have, have meatless burgers, which are significantly better than those you would have gotten in the freezer 10 years ago. And really, you know, what we're excited about is to lead the charge into meatless poultry, which is kind of an untapped uh, market. Everyone's been focusing on um, burgers in the U.S. And, and red meat replacements. And Corn's focus is really to be the, the meat-free poultry expert. So, you know, the, the partnership um, that we're going to talk about today with Hooters was a natural fit for us, just mm-hmm. given uh, Hooters is kind of the undisputed um, chicken wing expert. And, yep. Within the, the meat-free poultry category, mm-hmm. uh, corn is, is known to provide the best food. So it's kind of a, a match made in, in heaven. And, and ultimately, what's going to you know make it successful is the food um, has to be amazing and has to drive people to come back and try it again. And that's what I think has really changed over the past year or two is um, all the development uh, these companies have put behind it, including ours, has delivered uh, amazing food that consumers are now really excited to come back and and try again. Yeah. And what I love about this is the fact that this is a, a an area, a demographic, so to speak, that you all are really looking at. And here, here, here's what we know about this when it comes to customer satisfaction. We know when we're talking about wings or poultry alternatives, we're really talking about a mega population of people, not just here in the United States, but all over the world. You know, one of the things that I did in the show that we did a a number of weeks ago, I asked the question, you know, when is somebody going to look 
at what I consider to be the number one snacking food. And that's, I think, what you're doing. And, you know, let me ask you this question. Tell us about what it means when people hear Unreal Wings. What is it about this that is literally providing people with the kind of delicious, delicious treat they want and is a super popular alternative? Yeah, I mean, I think it really starts um, with the taste and the texture of the product. Yeah. And the way the way the Unreal Wing name actually came uh, to fruition was we sampled the Hooters executive team down in Atlanta in November, our product. And, you know, the feedback around the room was, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this isn't chicken. Right. These are unreal. Um, and we said, oh, we're going to go with that. That sounds really, really good. <laughs> you know, so you have to have... Um, you know, the right look, it has to look like chicken, you have to have the right texture, you know, and getting to that, uh, the same texture of whole muscle chicken breast is really difficult, something that took us a long time to get to. Um, and if you have a meat eater who bites into to a meat free product, and the texture isn't right, you've immediately lost them. Um, and the last thing that's really important is taste. So you have to kind of deliver on that same amazing uh, taste experience that consumers, you know, know and love with a boneless wing. And um, Hooters, you know, they're the undisputed wing experts. They make amazing wings. And I think it took them a while to to find a product that they felt lived up to that and would deliver that same um, amazing taste and texture, which their consumers know and love in a, in a meatless version. And we were thrilled um, that they kind of invited us in and and ultimately, we're able to uh, to launch with them nationally two weeks ago. Well, tell first of all, let's make sure people have the website, because one of the things I was really struck by, and of course, we're going to see exactly what you were talking about. But we're also talking about alternative recipes, alternative products. And, you know, and I don't like the word alternative. As a matter of fact, 16 years ago, they tried to call us alternative in the positive talk industry. And I said, no, we're not alternative. We're all things positive. And so I think what you're doing here is to say, wait a minute, we are all things when it comes to this suggestion and replacement for people. What is the kind of, uh, of, of feedback you're getting from customers? Yeah, no, you're, Dr. Pat, you're absolutely right. You know, 10, 15 years ago, this category was predominantly focused on vegetarians. Yeah. And being able to provide vegetarians with an option that gives them some memory of what it, what it used to be like to eat meat. And yeah. what we've seen that's changed is meat eaters are now driving this category. We mm -hmm. call them flexitarians, or you could even call them meat producers. Um, and I would put myself in that camp. There's nothing you could ever say to me that would make me give up meat. But I certainly eat a lot less now, and I do that to be healthier, not only for myself, but but for the planet, you know. And I think that's you know that's a huge driver um, in this category. It's just the growing number of consumers who say, you know what? I, to your point, I I don't care what it's made of or where it comes from. It's just really good food that's healthy for me and healthy for the planet. And as long as it tastes good, I'm in. So you'll notice in the name of the product. We don't call it the meatless unreal wings or the vegetarian unreal right. wings. You know, we don't want to give consumers uh, a reason to scoff at it. And, um, you know, the name truly does uh, reflect the experience that that most consumers have. And, and having gone around the country and spent a lot of time in Hooters restaurants over the past couple of weeks, 
the reaction is exactly what you would expect it to be. There's a little bit of hesitation up front and why would I try this and what are the benefits and does it taste good? And I haven't met anyone yet who tries the product and says, you know, that was awful. Um, everyone loves it. And most folks actually, once they try it, say, oh, I would love six of those, bring an order over. So the feedback so far has been amazing. Um, and I think it's a combination of going into it. Consumers don't think the food's going to taste very good. And, and then also all the research and development um, that all brands have done, but us especially mm-hmm. on the poultry side of things, to deliver a product that has the taste and texture of meat. Uh, the consumers really can't tell it's not chicken. Yeah. And one of the things I was looking at in, uh, in getting ready to talk to you is like, we're taking a look at, you know, the, the, the sauce that you provide, original barbecue, honey, Thai chili pepper, chipotle garlic. And, you know, we're looking at bringing the entire experience to the plate. See, this is the thing that has always been missing, I think, when we're talking about people making a change. See, I think what you all are doing is, of course, you're producing fabulous, fabulous food. But that's not the only thing. You're bringing the whole experience for people. And anybody that has ever eaten wings, here's the thing you know. It is an experience here. Dr. Pat, you're exactly right. You know, if it's hard to change a consumer's behavior um, and you have to make it easy for them. Yeah. And, you know, the positioning that, that we're taking here, uh, not only with the Unreal launch, but also just more broadly uh, within our retail business is it's a really easy switch to make. All you have to yeah. do is switch out the protein. You know, we want you to make those same amazing recipes you know and love, whether it's a wing, whether it's lasagna or chicken parm or chicken nuggets for your kids after school. All you have to do is go down a different aisle of the grocery store or go into a Hooters and you'll be able to have um, the ability to, to try these products, which will absolutely blow you away and have that same great mm-hmm. taste and texture of meat and do it in a way that you don't have to change anything other than what aisle you're going down or what protein you pick in a Hooters. Yeah. Um, and I think that's been some of what's held the category mm-hmm. back is consumers think, oh my gosh, I have to compromise. I can't make the same recipes I love. It's just going to be a veggie burger. And in reality, um, our food is just another protein that you can incorporate into your cooking and into your diet um, really easily, just making kind of that one switch and keeping everything else the same. You don't have to change anything else. Yeah, I think part of the other experience is the one that you touched upon a minute ago, and that not only the way it tastes, but it has to look like something you want to eat. Um, w- would you do me a favor? Because I want to make sure folks go to the website because I spent a lot of time on the website. So it was really easy for me to get super educated about what Corn's doing. Um, what's the best website to go to or websites, uh, multiple websites? How, how are people going to find out about what you all have created here? Yeah, so you can find everything um, on our website, www.corn.us. Mm-hmm. That's Q-U-O-R-N. There's everything on there from um, where we're distributed at Hooters and in retail. There are tons of recipes to give you some ideas for how to use the product. And uh, given the big game we've got coming up next weekend, <laughs> you know, there are a ton of, kind of uh, entertaining and snacking appetizer-like recipes that we've got on the site. Uh, we've got a store locator where you can find our products in retail. There's some coupons. So it's really kind of that one-stop shop if you're looking to learn a little bit more about what our products are made from, why they're um, great for you, 
um, and give you an idea of kind of what to do with them when you buy them and, and where to buy them. Yeah. Also, I want to recommend for those of you out there that when you go to the website to look, make sure you scroll down and click on the social media button, especially if you take a look at the Facebook page, because what you're going to find are incredible photos, recipes, and what people are saying. And I think that's like super important for people as well to really just to see how different people are contributing to this movement. Um, the other thing too is you also will get to meet the team, uh, the quarantine. So, I mean, this is part of what makes, I think, Ben, what makes transformative change is one, providing the kind of information you're providing Two, doing your homework up front, making sure you're checking it out, you're testing it out. And three, making sure that what we're providing people is going to give them the experience that they've come to know and love, except in a healthier version. And I think you've done all of that. So listen, thank you so much. I've got one last question. What's your personal message? What do you want to leave us here with today? Uh, and I got to tell you, my favorite is the stuffed squash. I just think that's the bomb. But give the website out again. And then also personal message. What would you like to leave us with today? Yeah, so it's www.corn.us. And you can find everything you need there. I think, you know, the personal message I would pass along to your listeners, Dr. Pat, is we're not asking you to give up meat. Um, there's a place for meat in all of our diets. I think mm -hmm. what we're trying to do is open everyone's eyes that there's some alternatives that um, there's been a lot of work in the background to make them have amazing taste and texture, tons of nutritional value, and then yeah. also a huge benefit uh, to the planet in terms of using less land and water. Um, and it's not something you have to do every day. Just give it a shot once. Um, you'll have an amazing experience and it's, you know, it's not an either or kind of thing. It's an and. So, yeah. you know, just want to make sure everyone knows this is not, uh, not something you have to do to replace meat, just, you know, an idea when you're looking to be a little bit healthier, um, you can get an option that delivers that same taste and texture you love, um, with a product that, that isn't made from meat. So we're, uh, we're really excited to get these out there and, um, and hopeful that uh, everyone gets to go try them and, and has a great experience. Yeah. I mean, here, what we like to think about is integrating possibilities. And this is one of them where people get to integrate a new possibility into looking at how to live healthier, how to be healthier, and also how to do something different for the planet. Thank you, Ben. Thank you so much and happy new year. Thanks so much, Dr. Pat. Great talking with you this morning. Yep, everybody, you've got enough here. Check it out. But also when you go to corn, please click on the Facebook page and you'll see what other people are saying and some very, very cool recipes, everybody. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Inspire. Create. Empower. TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit LucidPlanetRadio.com for more information.
On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Talk Radio. Your inspiration all day on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I love this topic today. I love, love, love what we're about to talk about with Nick Miles, because we're talking about what are the latest car shopping tips as consumers gear up for the great deals in 2020. Now, look, you all have heard me say I come from a family where my dad had three girls. We got under the hood of our first car before we were 10. So when it comes to talking about cars, when it comes to talking about what's going on, when it comes to talking about what is the latest, what are the improvements, what are people looking for, it can be daunting. That's why I'm not going to talk about it. And Nick Miles going to talk about it. Nick, it's great to have you. Hey, thanks so for having me on, and I, I'm really grateful that uh, you're a car enthusiast as well. It makes me explaining a lot of consumer yeah. tips are very easy. Yeah. Well, seriously, if you're like my dad and you have three girls, you're thinking, well, I could either do it all myself, or I could tell my girls what a you know a quarter inch wrench looks like, how to change a spark plug. But having said that, those days have since gone. We are looking at some very sophisticated vehicles out there, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, computers and technology are the big thing with vehicles now. Um, and a lot of times uh, people seem to be a little bit estranged from cars themselves because they are so advanced. In fact, Capital One in a recent survey that showed a quarter of consumers are uh, very confident in the car buying process. So that means three quarters of American consumers who are buying cars today who are not confident uh, in the car buying process. And that means that we have to educate people. Your dad did a great job with all three of you girls. But at the same time, it may be technology, which is the bridge to non-education and education. Uh, That recent survey also showed that 86% of people are saying technology improved their search for a new vehicle and 63% of respondents saying technology improved their understanding of their financial options with buying a brand new car. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about this for a minute because I think confidence is the key. Uh, But I also think, and I know this, like most of the time when I hear my friends say, hey, I'm going to go look for a new car, but you know what? I don't want to go without you, Pat. Would you like to come shopping with me for a new car? I got to tell you, I love it. It's like my happy day. Uh, I'm not buying the car so I can help them shop. But I. That's part of of my job. I love love shopping. I was just going to say. Yeah, once it's purchased, there's not as much fun there. The shopping department is half the fun. Well, look, you're here because you are the expert. I want to know how do we improve the car buying process? 
But also, I want to know more about what people understand in the purchasing of cars. Because I, I don't think the shopping for cars is really stressful. I think it's the buying experience and qualifying for financing. And boy, I could go down the list. What, what have you discovered? I think that you're absolutely true, and you've hit the nail on the head. A lot of times, if people don't really know, you shouldn't be heading to a dealership if you're not prepared. People don't go into their medical their medical finals to get their dog treat without being prepared. You don't buy a house without being prepared and for pre-qualifying for financing. And you shouldn't buy a car either without pre-qualifying for financing or with understanding the process and being prepared. This is one of the things I did when I bought my last vehicle. I used Auto Navigator from Capital One. Although 13,000 dealers are there, so you can find a car, nearly 4 million vehicles are there. But you can also pre-qualify for the financing, which is the key, and this is the most important thing. And I'll tell you what, you should know what's in every single box of your financing. You should know the amount that you're borrowing. You should know your monthly payment. You should know the term of your loan. You should know your interest rate. All of that is very apparent when you fill out that form. And when you go to Auto Navigator to do that, there is nothing that is hidden from you. It's all very transparent. The other cool thing about it is it pre-qualifying through the Auto Navigator app has allowed people to not have their credit ding. It does what's called a soft pull on your credit. It doesn't ding your credit when you pre-qualify. So once you have found the vehicle that you're looking for and you have your pre-qualification, you can head into the dealer and just enjoy the vehicle shopping and don't worry about how you're going to find it, how you're going to pay for it. Yeah, you know what? You just said something very interesting, and I want to just repeat it. Um, I went through an experience recently with financing, and I literally said to them, do not do a hard pull. And I learned so much about that because they did the hard pull. And so what right. you're talking about is people having an app, a way to understand what is the range that I am in for the possibilities? Because if you don't know what that is, you don't know even where you're going to go to look for what you really want. I mean, doesn't it take some of the mystery out of it when you're feeling that level of comfort is, yeah, I've been approved for X. Yeah, the last thing you want is some guy disappearing behind the screen uh, for hours <laughs> and coming back with just one piece of information. You want to know everything. And you also want to be able to manipulate it yourself. One of the reasons that I'm, I'm a big supporter of what Capital One are doing, this is a company that is a data research company. And they don't, they just don't come up with products that they want to uh, help you buy. They want to come up with products that make your life easier. They look at what their consumers do and they help them channel that and make it easier for them to do. So everything that they're trying to do is to make the car shopping easier. Even to the extent of the app that you can download for your phone, the Auto Navigator app, allows you to do things like take a picture of a car. It will tell you what that car is, where it's for sale locally at the local dealer, what the price is. And if you pre-qualify for financing, it'll also tell you what your monthly payment is of that vehicle. So that's amazing. You get the opportunity to do things like go from the supermarket to the car to the supermarket while taking pictures of cars that you see in the parking lot that you really like and know what they are and how much they are. Again, technology and information is empowering all of us to make better decisions and make the whole buying process easier. Well, and the other thing that makes it easier is I've been to the website, so I can tell you already what's on the website and how that is helping people do it because I'm up for a new vehicle this year. My lease is up on my vehicle, so I'm I'm exactly the person you want to talk with. Um, you Absolutely. Know, yeah, listen, let me ask you this question. You have been at this for a long time and you're the expert in this arena. 
What are you most excited about when you think about the possibilities in this particular arena about car shopping? What are you most excited about for 2020? Well, like, I think technology is changing the way we do everything. We're not quite at the flying car yet, but I'm seeing technology <laughs> changing the way we buy cars through uh, Auto Navigator from Capital One. I'm seeing the technology change the way we drive our cars. You know, those long freeway drives now, you can do it with hands off the wheel in some vehicles. You can do a lot of things with your vehicles that you didn't be able, you weren't able to do, you know, five, ten, even a year ago. Even with some vehicles now, you can drive them in and out of the garage just using the key fob. You don't actually have to sit inside the vehicle. So the amount of technology to help you drive, to help you live with, and to help you buy your vehicle is outstanding. You're finding ways to shop that are better, that are safer, and they also give you information. And we all know, especially as we spend half our lives in school, which I think both of us have, is technology and information empowers us to be better people and better informed. Yeah, and the other thing I like is how you can really explore the different options on the website uh, and via the app about various cars. And that really, it takes the mystery out of saying, well, wait a minute, I'm not going to look at that car because I can't afford it. This is a way to really look at the technology and the data that is already here for people so that they can go in educate and form. Hey, Nick, don't you feel that, you know, part of the problem is people don't feel educated and informed. So therefore they're not confident. They're afraid of making a big mistake. Absolutely. I always empower people to say, you have the right to say no until it's right for you. And that's the great thing about Auto Navigator from Capital One. You can actually get the financing and the pre-qualification where you want it to be. You don't have to accept what you're told or what you're given. You're empowered to go in there and make the changes and design a program that works for your lifestyle. It's now no longer accepting a generic program. The other thing I think is really important for people to know, a lot of times you see these generic percentages of interest. They may not be relevant to who you are. You may be able to get a much better rate because of your credit rating. You may not qualify for that rate, but knowing when you go to pre-qualify at Auto Navigator, you will know the real interest rate that you get. It doesn't hard pull the credit. It gives you the truthful real interest rate that you can get. It ultimately ends up in empowering you to have all the information to make the decision where the smile is going to stay on your face every time you get in the car. I love it. Nick, what's the website? Tell people how they can get the app and let's get them to a place where they can start to do some probing for themselves. To feel more comfortable, to empower you, to put the power in your buying, you just go to CapitalOne.com slash cars to use the web portal. You can put in Auto Navigator into your search bar. It'll take you there. Or you can download the app to your phone. And the great thing about downloading the app to the phone, it empowers you to put the power in your pocket and walk into that dealer with the confidence and the financing that helps you buy and drive a car, which makes you happy. I love it. Hey, last question. Personal message. What do you want to leave us with today? Just to tell you that, you know, you have to do what's best for you. Don't accept the cookie-cutter deal. Don't accept the cookie-cutter car. Find the car that you want to drive. Find the financing that you want to finance with. And the way to do it is about you making the decision that's best for you. Don't accept somebody else's ideas. I love it. Thank you so much, Nick. Hey, thank you for this. Um, 
Thank you so very much. And for those of you out there, take the stress off of this. This is something you're going to put yourself in a lot of hours. Make it fun. Get educated. Get informed. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. TransformationTalkRadio.com Well, um, as we're on the verge to launch our wealth channel, there's a question that one might be asking. It's this. Are you, are you, in a healthy relationship with your money. Are you in a healthy relationship with your money? Yeah, so Valentine's Day is coming up. Here's what I want to say to everybody. If you're not in a healthy relationship with your money, it might be a good time to get ready and get started. Uh, Neela Richardson's joining me here today. Dr. Neela Richardson's joining me here today. Investment strategist, equity research at Edward Jones. But more importantly, there is a brand new survey out. And it's an important one because we know this. If you have any angst, negative energy, if you can't say the word money or bank account or future or planning, then we got to clean that up. Mila, it's great to have you on the show. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you. So I love research and I know that there are studies that are done in so many different areas now because we're so connected. Um, but let's talk about the money survey because I, I've been doing this for 16 years and the most important or popular shows that we've ever done and we're getting ready to do a whole series has to do with our relationship with money. It's not surprising. <laughs> um, relationships are key to everything and probably the one of the longest and one of the most significant relationships you'll have in your adult life is with money. So uh, when we're talking about this, right, and you've looked at this as this is your career, this is your passion, this is your purpose. You look at investment, investment strategies, but more importantly, you take a look at what's important to people. What are some of the top findings that you found that you discovered in the in, in the latest survey? So we asked 2,000 Americans around about uh, 1,000 men, 1,000 women, what their relationship with, with, is with money. And we found good news. We found that 81% of respondents feel in control of their current financial situation. So then you unpack those numbers a bit, Dr. Pat, you find some surprising emotional findings. Only one in five feel happy when thinking about saving money. Seven, four out of five people don't feel happy when, sa- when thinking about saving. And the range of emotions were all over the map. Some people felt very confident when it came to saving. A lot of people felt overwhelmed or anxious. Regardless of the actual emotion, an emotion was present. And so emotions and money are like hand and glove. They go together. We learn this sometimes from our parents. Sometimes we learn it as adults. But emotions are part of how we look at money. Well, I, you know, this is, um, I don't, I, I think it's surprising and not surprising for a lot of people. Um, but let's take a look at what the, the consequences are if we are in the zone of an unhealthy relationship with our money, because there are consequences. And they, and, and the reason I want to talk about this is there could be short term and there could be long term um, consequences with this. But there's also a solution. So let's talk about what you've discovered really might get in the way of people living an abundant life. Right. You know, 
when we, I spend the majority of my time at work, Brad Returns as an investment strategist. So I'm looking at the markets, I'm looking at market conditions, and I'm giving investors advice about how to allocate their money to achieve their long-term financial goals. That's what we do with the, as a company. And the biggest challenge that an investor faces is not the market. That's a myth. It's really their own emotions and handling their emotions. And it starts right with the basics. What is your relationship with money? Um, and that's why we did the survey so we could understand what that relationship is. Um, and so the consequences, not feeling in control of your finances, but being controlled by your finances. And that could uh, impact both your short-term goals, like going out to Valentine's Day and spending it with the one you love and not feeling stressed about the dinner bill. <laughs> and your long-term goals, like saving for your kids' uh, education or your own re- retirement. So it really can affect the gamut of your spending behavior if you don't have your emotions in check. And I think that's really what we're talking about because, you know, there is a switch that all of us has. And the switch is whether or not we're going to step into thriving or we're going to step into surviving. And they're very different energy. Um, I had a friend teach me a long time ago in the sport that I play. And he called out and he said, Pat, you know what this is? You've got to decide if you're going to play to win or you're going to play not to lose. And it's the same with money, I think. What are some of the things that you've discovered to help people win at their relationship with money? Well, the first step is really it starts with yourself. Um, We talk about our relationships with other people and money often comes up. But that's because people haven't addressed what their individual relationship with money is, whether it's healthy or not, and they bring kind of emotional baggage with money into their other relationships. So first, let's let's talk about our individual relationships with money, recognizing your emotions. How does spending make you feel? I mean, sometimes spending makes you feel great, uh, buying a new handbag or a new uh, outfit, uh, buying a vacation. Good feeling. That can be both good and bad because if you're getting a lot of positive feedback in your emotions from spending, what will that make you do? Well, probably spend a little more. Uh-huh. But be honest with yourself. Uh, does saving make you feel good? Does spending make you feel overwhelmed? How does spending on other people feel versus spending on yourself? Because once you identify those emotions, that can help you and keep you from making emotional decisions. That is key to living abundantly, as you said, is taking the emotions out of your financial decision-making. So that's one of our, our main tips. Yeah, I have to tell you that, you know, the reason that I think this is so important and what we're talking about here today is that when it comes to something like money, and and we now know the statistics on relationships, divorce, all of that when it comes to money, right? But here's the thing I love about this. I, I believe that when it comes to money and you're talking about people, whether they're together or single, you've got to get the help of an objective party. And I feel this in a lot of ways. It's almost like you go to the doctor and you get a second opinion, and the second opinion may or may not be your own. How important is it to really seek some ideas, some advice, and and then also celebrate, celebrate money? Uh, it's critical. It's one of the, it's one of our, our our three tips, we, we 
talk about recognizing your emotion. Um, our second tip is to develop, to develop a sound financial strategy, which I'll go back to. But I want to address your, your question, which yeah. is having a partner in accountability. Yeah. That's the key to changing behavior. We do it all the time. When we go to the, to the gym, uh, if we want to run a marathon, if we want to start a diet, whenever we do something hard, what do we do? We reach out. We have a relationship with someone who we trust that can keep us on track and keep us accountable to our goals. Now, for some of us, that's a family member, that's a, a partner, uh, that's a friend for other people. For some of us, it's that objective voice that you mentioned, a financial advisor, an objective voice that can help you keep on track. And so it's key to all kinds of behavioral change, having a partner. And what we found in our survey is that Americans are more willing to talk about their finances, especially millennials. And so that's a good first step because you can't deal what you don't talk about. If you have an unhealthy relationship with money, talking about it with the people who matter to you, who you trust, is really important. Yeah. Um, the first thing is I want to make sure folks know how to find out more about this because, as we said before, uh, there needs to be some place you can go, one, to find out more, but also to really find out, you know, what is it that I don't even know that I don't know? Right. That's important. Uh, you can go to edwardjones.com backslash relationships. And one of the things you'll find there is how to save. And it's interesting if you look at the results of our survey. Millennials often get a bad rap of not being savers, being spenders. But we actually found that 48% of millennials are savers, uh, not spenders. And that's compared to 46% of Gen Xers and 56% of baby boomers. So uh, millennials are spending, uh, saving and spending uh-huh. saving as well. And 75% of all millennials report having an emergency savings. So that's great news too. But we also found that people are under-saving. Only a third of those who save have enough to cover one month of expenses. So if the unexpected happens, you know, they may not have enough money. Yeah. We recommend three to six months savings uh, to really feel comfortable that you can deal with the unexpected. Wow. Hey, uh, look, thank you so much for this. Um, I, I want to just uh, ask you this. I know you've got to run. What are some of the things you'd like to leave us with? So, what are some of the things that folks should know? And thank you for putting this together. And please mention the website again. Uh, it's edwardjones.com backslash relationship. It's to uh, fulfilling your financial goals, whether they're short-term or long-term. First of all, recognize we all have trade-offs. No matter how big your budget is, you're constantly balancing between short-term needs. It could be kids' expenses. It could be uh, health care costs and long-term goals. It could be buying a home, saving for retirement. We're always in this juxtaposition between short-term and long-term. That's fine, but you have to take the stress out of that uh, by having a sound financial strategy, know what's important to you. And if you have a plan, you can remove the stress level and the anxiety and start feeling empowered about, by your spending, empowered by your saving decisions. And again, having that accountability partner is really important. Wow. 
I want to thank you so much for everything you're doing. I know that this is an important message for so many people because this is an area that I think folks could give up hope in. And I, and I think that what we're doing is we're on a mission to say, don't do that. What we can do is you can get educated, you can get informed, and you can get somebody to help you. So thank you so much for today. Oh, it's a pleasure to be with you. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.